This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Krasowski, Communications Manager at RMA. Today, I'm joined by Bobby Martin, CEO and co-founder of Vertical IQ, to discuss the challenges facing the HVAC and plumbing industries and lenders in this space. Bobby, thanks for joining us. It's great to be here. Thank you, Stephen. So, Bobby, can you tell us a little bit about HVAC and plumbing contracting in general? Yeah, sure. You know, let's start with that. Uh, we mentioned challenges, but the industry is in a pretty good position, actually. Um, with some of the things we're going to talk about today, you'll find out why. But if we look at the scope of the industry, you know, why should should bankers be interested in this industry? Talking about 260,000 companies across the U.S. Uh, that includes solo operators, but uh, it, it employs more than a million workers. And it's a 200 and um, $18 billion industry. When we really look at how it's broken down, we're talking about like people oftentimes think of single family homes, you know, when they think of plumbers, that's only 20% of the business. The rest is for like office supplies, manufacturing, uh, education is really big for the industry, commercial buildings, healthcare, et cetera, uh, is a big part of the business as well. It's a very fragmented industry, but there are you're seeing more and more roll-ups where companies are getting bigger and bigger to get economies of scale. So it is a very attractive uh, industry for, for banks to lend to when they have a strong balance sheet and, and good management. Bobby, in an article that you guys actually published in the March edition of the RMA Journal, you referenced the bipartisan infrastructure deal um, signed by President Biden in November. What are the law's top priorities and how will the, this, this law affect the HVAC and plumbing industries? Yeah, sure. Uh, as I, I think that uh, I'm glad you asked about that because I think that's going to have a really big impact on the industry. You know, the top priorities of the infrastructure law have to do with rebuilding roads and bridges. We know about this and eliminating uh, lead service lines and pipes for drinking water. And that's a $55 billion project within the over trillion dollar bill. So, I mean, more than 5%, you could make a case is dedicated towards uh, at least the plumbing side of the business. So for your customers that are used to dealing with the government and want to deal with the government, it's going to provide tremendous opportunity, obviously, to, to get in and uh, make bids for those particular deals. And of course, it's going to have a big impact or a positive impact on the industry because uh, they're going to be tied up with that, which is going to create more opportunity for the non-government um, opportunities as well. So that'll be less competition there. So, but it is going to be a, a big deal replacing all of these lines that have lead in them. And so it's going to create opportunity. We're seeing a, our forecast for the industry between now and 2025 is 6.55%. So that's much stronger than the overall economy. So, Bobby, the pandemic has impacted these industries in many ways, from the need for upgraded ventilation systems in major hotel chains and schools to increased supply chain challenges. Can you talk a little bit about what, you know, some of these challenges? Yeah, it, it, um, it's interesting. It's, I, I call it opportunity. And uh, the industry has benefited from the need to have better ventilation systems. 
and to deal with all this, like MGM and International and Four Seasons, they invested a good bit of money into overhauling all of their hotels to have, you know, better systems to protect their guests. You know, you take a step back too, and you say, this is, uh, they've got a they've got to deal with like schools, businesses, government offices. The growth of the industry in 2021 was nearly 10%. And, uh, you know, that's just tremendous. And so what they're trying to do is really help with those things. But when you look at the pandemic, then obviously the demand is really good. But as you know, from all of your customers, they're having to deal with, you know, trying to have enough supply. And as you know, plumbing, and the HVAC industry deal a lot in copper. They deal a lot in steel and aluminum, ductwork parts. All of these um, type of products have been backlogged, you know, eight weeks or more. And so that's been a big deal. I mean, they deal in sheet metal. <laughs> you know, there's so much construction going on that that's the biggest challenge is can these companies keep up with it all? But, uh, but it is both an opportunity and also a challenge as well. What other trends are you seeing in the HVAC and plumbing industries? Yeah, you know, we've talked about a few of these things already around the more efficient HVAC systems. And, uh, and, and they're just becoming more and more modernized, the HVAC systems in general. And there's also tax credits for some of these HVAC systems that are more efficient. And so this is creating a really good opportunity for some of the industry leaders, uh, the products like that tend to have higher, higher profit margins. And so you're starting to see that more and more. You see more sophisticated HVAC systems. And so these more sophisticated HVAC systems require a higher level of skill. And they also take, you know, therefore there's a little less, a good bit of less competition to install those types of things. And so that's been really good for the industry as a, as, a, as a whole. And I mentioned the air quality opportunities. And the other thing you have going on in the industry is just trying to get enough labor. I mean, when you look at the, I mean, just outside of the pandemic, when you look at the number of employees in the industry, the, um, we're talking about in 2011, there are just over 800,000 employees. And now there are almost a million two employees. And so that's tremendous growth and towards just finding people who are qualified to do a really good job in the industry. Bobby, there are definitely some underwriting considerations in these sectors. What are the challenges for contractors and lenders in the underwriting space? Yeah, sure. You know, what, what do banks need to be aware of when lending? Well, first of all, according to Vertical IQ, we believe that the industry it's not uh, a very really high risk industry. Um, on a scale of one to 10, which we assess industries, it is a 5.3 in terms of risk with 10 being the most risky and one being the least risky. It's 5.3. You know, the reason is the failure rates are lower than the overall average. It's uh, somewhat of a cyclical industry. So it's got that cyclicality to it obviously with things like housing starts and commercial construction and all that, especially if they're doing new construction versus maintenance. And then the barriers to entries are relatively low. And uh, so that's tough on the industry. Um, the outlook for the industry is, of course, very good. 
Financial summary, I mean, overall, the industry has relatively low margins, although those margins are improving, but it's a, it, they tend to keep pretty high liquidity and relatively low leverage. So overall, when you look at it holistically, it's a good industry to go after. When you look at the SBA um, over the last 10 years, their, uh, the, the failure rate or the default rates on the number of loans to HVAC and plumbing companies is very close to the overall average. It's a little below actually. And um, so a couple of things to think about when you're underwriting in these in industries. One is how concentrated their client base is. You know, do they have just a few clients? Because that's pretty common. And also, do the HVAC owners have enough business savvy to do really well as the company grows? Because, you know, a lot of these tradespeople, they are really good at their craft, which does take a lot of skill, but can they run a business? And so that's a separate skill. And so that's always something you have to think about with subcontractors or contractors in general. Um, and then also, can they bid? Are they really good at bidding on projects, especially with stiff competition? That's pretty common. And so being able to be really good at pricing out how much everything's going to cost. Um, the other thing is, if you're doing loans against receivables and inventory and that kind of thing, you may need barring-based certificates, you know, for larger lines of credit, maybe field exams and that kind of thing, something else to think about. But it, but if, but it is dependent on, the, dependent on the construction industry often. It can be seasonal and there's uh, plenty of competition in the industry. Um, last thing I'll say about underwriting and we move on to the next thing is that the material costs can be pretty variable. And so the, the best operators are really good at being able to price and not get stuck holding high cost uh, parts that they can't sell. And, uh, and so that's a big deal to be able to price and uh, make sure they're not overpaying for materials. So those are just a few of the things. Bobby, demand for HVAC and plumbing services is, is highly dependent on trends in construction and other factors and success in the industry is cyclical as, as you had just mentioned. What are the risks to look out for, especially during such a volatile economy? Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, you, you, there's a few things to think about. Obviously, you want to understand for the company you're working with or banking is how, what uh, are their segments? Is it, is it residential construction? Is it apartments? You know, is it commercial construction? Really understanding what segment they're in and then looking at that lo your local economy to know what impact uh, changes with construction starts and those particular industries will have on those companies. As you know, the Federal Reserve is considering interest rates hike, interest rate hikes. What impact will that have on housing if your customers, most of its concentration, for example, happens to be on residential? What's the impact? Now, if they're mostly in maintenance, obviously that's mitigated somewhat. But um, there's, you know, there's a reasonable chance the economy could take a real slowdown. And if it does, it's really good to have to, to bank companies with a strong balance sheet and, uh, and also uh, enough jobs lined up to get through those times. So there's a couple of things to think about with regards to that. Bobby, to wrap up, what final thoughts and advice would you give banks seeking to lend in this space? Sure. I mean, as at the beginning, we talked about the fact that really uh, 
this industry more than anything else is an opportunity, more than it is a challenge, in my opinion. Uh, there are a lot of banking needs for the industry. I mentioned one of them, which is we are starting to see some of these HVAC and plumbing contractors rolling up into larger companies. So you're getting, even private equity is getting into the business of finding really good managers and then using that larger company to go buy lots of small ones. And so to try to get on the front end of something like that, I think is a really wonderful opportunity. You know, um, a couple of the opportunities in terms of banking, I think of like managing receivables and contractors. So I think that's like a really good thing for line of credits and remote deposit capture, those types of products. I think they, the operators have to manage their cash to, to deal with those upfront expenses for materials and equipment and really be able to kind of be pay when paid clauses with general contractors. And so these are really critical opportunities, but again, they lead a lot of times to lines of credit to, and to permanent working capital, that kind of thing that can be really good opportunities. And I think more and more of these business owners are starting to buy their own real estate. And so it's really great to look for an opportunity to help them own their own property and, uh, and do that as well. Lastly, it's just trying to like stay up with it the latest HVAC technology and regulations. It could be that the, this, these HVAC companies and plumbing companies need to um, basically buy new equipment and real sophisticated equipment that banks can lend on. So there's good opportunities with that as well. So I, you know, I, I think the industry is teed up pretty well for banks to take a good look at it as one of their... Uh, one of the industries they would like to be chase. Bobby, this has been a very informative discussion on the challenges facing the HVAC and plumbing industries today. Thank you again for joining us. Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Stephen.